Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another episode of Mindful Matters. My name is Shreb and my guest today is Avas and today we'll be talking about career coaching, interview skills and an introduction to business. Assalamu alaikum Avas. Assalamu alaikum Shreb. Thank you so much for having me for the Mindful Matter episode. Now welcome, welcome to welcome to the uh, the, the program. Look Avas, um, let's just get straight into it. I was having a chat before the show and um, you actually mentioned you're a qualified electrical engineer and... Um, now run a successful business in IT services. So tell us a bit about your background and how that came to be. Sure. So I came to Australia about uh, in 2005 uh, as a first-generation Australian. Um, every person wants to come here, get an Australian degree, and uh, get a job as well. My brothers are like electrical engineers. And as you can imagine, uh, th- there is a bit of a familiarity with the, um, with the ed- education as well. So I said, uh, I'll give it a go and see uh, how electrical engineer- engineering actually pans out. So I went to Wollongong, uh, did my electrical uh, engineering degree, and uh, afterwards it's been an interesting journey afterwards. Um, yeah. Yeah, right. So obviously you're going to be become an engineer, doctor, or a lawyer, as uh, <laughs> as most um, my, my most households from the subcontinent expect. So, yeah, right. so if you did you did electrical engineering uh, after that, uh, how was your experience in finding a job in that industry? It's a, a interesting question um, because there are a couple of factors before you actually walk into uh, an actual uh, job. You need to have your financial uh, security, a bit of pressure from the family, and obviously my um, intuition to be able to support the family as well. After doing the electrical engineering um, uh, from Wollongong, I expected that I will get an immediate job afterwards. But unfortunately, in my case, it did not happen for three years. And uh, during that time, as you can imagine, um, although family didn't actually ask me for any financial support, uh, having my dad work for uh, night shifts uh, at the Woolworths and my dad, uh, my brother worked for a long time as well, I, uh, I felt the financial pressure. It took the toll on you uh, exactly, as a Exactly, like, yeah. like uh, the anxiety, the yeah. depression for not applying for over 600 jobs wow. and actually running into uh, rejection after rejection for about three years, that that took a toll. And that's through some kind of some some kind of record, I reckon. Six hundred jobs, wow! Like I've got like my yeah. Gmail. Uh, I actually recorded this uh, in my Gmail applications and did with every application. As you can imagine, you've got your resume, you've got your cover letter, and you've got your application. If if mm. I do a toll of them, it's over six hundred applications. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's obviously hardened you up, I guess, to, to <laughs> life. You know, at a very at a very yeah. early stage of your career. So obviously that, that the electrical engineering didn't work out, and then you moved into IT. Uh, I believe, the IT side of the business? That actually came out uh, as uh, interesting, um, like a surprise for me because one of my career coach at that time actually told me that uh, we've got a workshop happening at this company. Would you be interested in learning presentation skills? Although I, uh, I, I, at, at that point I felt that uh, I'd had good presentation skills, good public, uh, like public speaking skills as well, I said, why not? I'll give it a go. It's a big, uh, long workshop. Sure. I might as well give it a go. Yeah. And uh, that actually turned out to be one of the best surprise for my career because that company is um, one of the top two companies to work for in Australia. Wow. I didn't knew that at that, that time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, walked into Salesforce and uh, did a lot of work, uh, uh, like seven years of work in Salesforce uh, in a lot of different departments, learn a lot, a lot of skills from the corporate job, and that actually set me up for my IT uh, services business because 
having that uh, soft skills that you learn from the corporate job mm. and now being able to uh, bring that experience into business um, I think that that's a, a very valuable experience that yeah, you, uh, anybody can bring in that's great that's great to hear now obviously so you, you obviously went into into this IT industry learned the skills and now you've applied that to your own business uh, yep. is that right yeah so um, after having that experience from uh, post sales so uh, if you can imagine in a business you have pre-sales you would have uh, the sales team and you would have departments that are supporting the sales uh, after a product has been sold so in salesforce i actually worked from um, technical support i worked in customer success which essentially means uh, taking care of the customers and um, in renewals as well, uh, and the technical side of things as well. So I've, I've experienced all of the post-sale uh, side of things from Salesforce CRM industry, and that's essentially what I've um, opened my business that because these are the skills that I actually brought uh, or got from Salesforce, why not utilize that in my own that's business? Great. And alhamdulillah, it's been very successful. That's, that's great to hear. Yeah. Now look, let's just take it back a little bit now. So obviously... <coughs> You're, you're a fresh graduate that's just come out of university. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of our young uh, viewers that are watching today. They're in their final years of university, and, and you're, you're going to come out the other end with a big debt. Um, you know, in Australia, we're very fortunate that we do get government assistance. You know, mm-hmm. while we're studying, but once you obviously graduate, you've got a fifty, sixty thousand dollar debt. Yeah. Um, you know, what sort of the things that students can do? You know, from from a planning perspective, once they're out of university, to to really push their career forward and, and, and go in the right direction? I would actually take it back, um, instead of just having university graduates, I would take it back to high school because uh, a lot of career planning needs to happen at that stage. Sure. And from a financial um, management perspective, you need to understand that even if you go into a university degree, uh, it could be like my journey that you don't actually get a job immediately after that and you have got uh, $60,000 debt at least mm. uh, from from your university, um, just admin uh, admin I mean, debt. Yeah. But you, if you're living at uni, uh, if you're living at housing, uh, the uh, rent, the food, uh, the clothes, everything adds up. So right. you need to have a plan of it's how to actually... It's a very expensive piece of paper in the end, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. So... Yeah. Uh, Nobody actually told me when I came to Australia that uh, it will actually cost me that much uh, because uh, when I came to Australia, my purpose was to actually get a job as soon as possible to start paying off uh, some financial uh, support to the family. If I had known that uh, back then when I actually started the degree, I would have actually gone to a different route, uh, have some trade experience and move Mm. into my own business. Uh, But... What and now what ended up happening? I got a degree and seven years, uh, almost seven years, no income. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it adds it, it up, was, doesn't it? It's it, it does. Yeah. It does end up. So, in, in terms of the advice that I would give to the, the students coming out of high school or even um, the university students, I would say have a plan in terms of uh, what, how are they going to pay off that sixty thousand dollar debt either start paying uh, part of the loan that you are taking immediately as you, as you are doing uh, the university degrees, um, as you are going through the actual university lives, or um, actually think about, uh, is the university degree actually going to be helpful of what you're going to do uh, in future as yeah, well? That's a very controversial comment. I mean, I agree <laughs> to it some, do, some extent as well. You know, sometimes... A university degree is in everything, you know, mm-hmm. and we see that in real life. A lot of successful business owners and people that are successful in careers as well 
don't have any formal education. Mm-hmm. We're obviously not saying don't go to university. Yep. Definitely go to university yeah, and, yeah. and learn as much as you can because you'll definitely polish yourself as an individual going through a degree and learning you know a lot of new skills and uh, you know you can apply them in the real world after that. Now, uh, moving on from that, obviously you've transitioned from working you know for for a large you said the second most highest um, voted place to work in Australia to yep. now starting your own business. What what went through your mind when you made that transition? Obviously, how many years were you working before you went into business for yourself? So I, since that workshop, uh, actually my anniversary is coming up with the, that as well, the workshop anniversary. So uh, since the workshop down to when I, I actually exited, it, it's almost seven years that I worked for Salesforce. And it's interesting that you uh, bring that up because without uh, and even going back to your uh, previous point around university skills and business skills university skills are absolutely important you learn a lot about communication you yes. learn a lot about uh, management uh, even if i l- look back and i say my people skills my communication skills and um, um, like uh, project management skills that i'm actually implementing in my business right yeah. now actually came from my university project that I did in year four and year three, right. which normally wouldn't happen, ha- have ha- had happened in uh, other scenarios as well. Uh, the same thing happens in our corporate role. In corporate role, you're working with other very t- talented individuals that you're learning from, you're getting mentorship from it's them. It's a real life experience that those people have gone through years and years of it. So yeah, so these are like... Learn. 15, 10, uh, 5 years ahead of you. Mm-hmm. So you can get a lot of life experience and a lot of uh, skills that you would, wouldn't normally get uh, from, yeah. from anywhere else. So you, uh, my journey was essentially learning from these talented individuals. Mm-hmm. And every single time I meet a new person, I'm like, well, you've got a lot of life experience. Yeah. How, how, how can I uh, learn from you? But more so, how can I um, make your life better as well? Yeah, that's good. So, I mean, from my understanding, from personal experience, working for a corporation or small business or big business, I've I've learned a lot of my sets, uh, skills that I now implement in my own business. You know, a lot of young guys want to come out of university and start their business. You know, would, what advice would you give them? Um, to, you know, working for someone is, is it important? It's a really interesting question. Um, I would say yes. But it also depends upon what you actually want out of life mm-hmm. as well. Um, I was having a, con- a conversation before this, like, uh, should we actually go for uh, business directly or mm-hmm. should we go uh, for an individual role or individual contributor role and have a normal job with a corporate company? Um, so my advice there is you need to have uh, your basic skills mm-hmm. or have identified your goals, uh, what you would like to do for the next 12 24 up to five years what you would like to ideally do in, in the next 12 um, in the next phase if you may sure uh, I call them phases because for some people these phases are three months yep. so for some people it could be three years uh, personally I like to set um, um, a timeline of 12 months right to set up my 12 months goal what do I want to achieve actually write it down uh, which which I've actually gotten into a habit of. If you don't write it down, it, it doesn't happen. That's right. You have to manifest <laughs> it. I started doing that recently as well. You know, you have to write it down in your own handwriting. Yeah. And yeah. you you actually see results coming yeah. to life. You know, from it. And yeah. um, coming back to you know, the goal setting is all like a bit of personal. Experience. With my business, I set my goals at ninety days. Like I've got ninety day Perfect. goals for yeah. my business. Yeah. I've got personal goals that vary from you know twelve months, twenty four months. I've got life goals that you know vary up to ten years. So it really depends, I guess, you know, where you are and where you sit and what that goal really is. 
you know, to want you know a, a goal that's only achievable in ten years in, in ninety days, it's not it's not you know feasible. So you have to really break it down and understand what the goals are and, and where they sit. I love that you yeah. point out and like brought up the breaking down the goals yeah. because a lot of students, a lot of uh, young individuals, uh, think about becoming uh, athletes uh, within the next day. That's right, but. The reality is you don't become an athlete the next day. You uh, uh, think about becoming an athlete the next day you actually put your shoes on. That's right. And that's where you have yeah. to start. So becoming an athlete doesn't happen overnight. You have to go through the smaller steps that you have to go through. Yep. That 90-day example from a business perspective, that's an uh, excellent one. What I like to do, uh, and maybe you've got a different process, is uh, have a 12 months plan. Yep. That's something I learned from Salesforce uh, as well. It's a process they call V2Mom which essentially stands for vision, values, uh, methods, obstacle, and uh, I believe uh, method, obstacle, and something else, which I'm yeah. forgetting right now. But the idea is you write uh, your 12 months plan of what you'd like to achieve. Sure. And it has to be quanti uh, quantifiable. Uh, by that, I mean, um, if I come up to you and say, I want to be rich, uh, I'll give you a dollar and you become a dollar richer. Sure you have to be more quantifiable than that and yeah. say, I want to be, um, let's say, $50,000 richer by the end of 12 months. Yeah. And to do that, I like to have a business in IT, food, Correct. whatever you uh, like to pick. Right down to, to do the last line, you know, what are the systems and the processes? What's the ideal client that you're going to go for? Yeah. Well, what's well, what's going to be your sales speed? So yeah. there's a lot of information involved in that, you know, when yeah. you want to actually quantify what your goals are. So you mentioned basic skills, you know, in essentially anything that you do. I've, I believe the most basic skill is the, inter the skill of being able to interview well. Um, yep. What sort of advice could you give or even experiences that you've had in the past, good or bad, um, that you can sort of pass on to our viewers? Absolutely. After going through 600 applications, yeah. uh, <laughs> I think uh, the main thing I've learned are, uh, through my interviews and feedbacks is have a process. And the one I personally like to use is essentially what I'm doing in my head right now is called the STAR approach. So it stands for situation, task, action, and results. Sure. Um, so uh, if you walk into an interview and usually interviewers ask, tell me about your, uh, tell me a bit about yourself. I won't go into my life story. I used to do that, absolutely, in uh, my first couple of years of interviews, didn't get feedback about that. But now I know the interviews are actually looking for is this person going to connect with me? Right. A lot of time interviewers are looking for not necessarily, <clears throat> um, they, they are looking for a connection. Sure. Is the person able to communicate better? If the, if the person able to fit into uh, the kind of job it's that you're in, looking in, for? In interpersonal skills really, interpersonal that's what they're trying skills. to look for, I guess. A lot of times soft skills like actually uh, doing um, the actual technical skills or the actual softwares or product you can learn. Uh, but, if you don't have the interpersonal skills, if you're not relatable, if you're not, uh, if the person interviewer don't think that you will be able to uh, fit in yeah. the organization, yeah, the, the about environment, you, I guess, you know, the, the whole team environment and the, yeah. the corporate environment. So. The, the about yeah. you question yeah. will, uh, within five seconds, tell you tell that you. if the person is going to fit in. So have a prepared answer of the about, uh, about you question. The second question usually comes up is, um, I'm just generalizing here, not going through the whole interview, yeah. but um, well, why do you want to work for this company? And you need to have a prepared answer. So if I follow the STAR approach, why do I want to work for Mindful Matters as an example? Yeah. Um, 
I would say I've got an uh, empty experience that I've used from um, uh, doing Jamaat work. Yep. And uh, for, I've been doing that for the last seven years. And Alhamdulillah, it's been very uh, successful. The biggest achievement that I've done is doing the live broadcast of Khutbah Juma. And not, not many people can say that, you know, and that and they've been through that. And that's, again, highlighting yeah. your skill, uh, skill uh, the situation, the yeah. task, action, and the results. That's right. So if you can practice your uh, answers in that uh, procedure, yeah. it makes it a lot easier. Uh, I've been mentoring a lot of other students uh, in the last couple of years as well, and a lot of students come in with CVs five pages long and um, the, say the same thing to that resume as well that you need to have the resume which is highlighting your actions and results. Mm. A lot of times there are paragraphs on paragraphs of That's things right. that the actual HR person mm. won't read. I'll be honest, I was going through some um, some some CVs. I was looking to hire some people for my business. And every time I see a paragraph, I just went, gone next. Yeah. You know, and it's just even as uh, now I understand as an employer that clear and concise and why they used to tell us to keep everything simple and two dot points because too much information, if you have to explain so much about yourself, and I personally feel that there's, you know, something there that we don't know about. So I yeah. guess can I k- keep it simple? You know, it's, it's, it's a kiss approach. Keep it simple and really talk about the points that are, re- you know, related to the role that you're going for. Precisely. Know, like yeah. um, if I talk about um, resume, yep. keep it simple yep. to the uh, dot points. The whole idea behind resume is to get the uh, HR person interested into you. And then once you get a phone interview or a face-to-face interview, that's where you actually have to shine and use your star approach to that's be able right. to become a star. Excellent. So like that, that. that's a thing to Star I approach. Like I like that. There you, go. you learn something new every day. Yeah. That's awesome. Look, um, we're going to be talking about business in, in future episodes of Mindful Matters, but because I've got you here and you've actually gone through this yourself, yeah. give us, give our viewers, I guess, a couple of points on, you know, if they want to start a business, what are the steps, you know, what do they need to look for? How would you, how would you go about it? Well, I personally went through the whole uh, 12 months uh, goal setting uh, right. structure for my personal life. Um, I thought about what are the skills that I've already got yes. and what are the skill set that I can utilize to help somebody else. Um, so essentially utilizing my still, uh, seven years of Salesforce experience, I thought about uh, so the three options I've had at that point, I did a lot of self-reflection. The three top things that I actually came up uh, from a mindset perspective yeah were, can I do photography, right. which I had the MT experience from. Sure. Secondly was the Salesforce experience, yep. um, the setting up a business, uh, helping them with sales and marketing challenges. Or the third one was food. I actually love food and uh, I'm a fairly good cook as well. Excellent. Okay, <laughs> so, interesting. Um, yeah. Utilizing uh, those three, uh, top three things came up. There were other wild theories around uh, setting up um, uh, 3D printed houses as well. So wow. uh, a lot of other things came up, but yeah. then I went back and identified what are the skill set that yeah. I currently have that can uh, essentially go into business next day right. or next uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's the least amount of effort you know <coughs> you need, I guess, at the end of the day. And prioritization. Prioritization yeah. of yeah. it, you know, and yeah. finding, I think from what you say is it's about finding the, the, the actual skill set that you have uh-huh. and there's an opportunity in the market and really aligning yourself with that opportunity. Yeah. And um, that's probably the most simplest way to define business, I guess, uh, yeah. at the States. So. And, and um, luckily enough, yeah. I had the uh, networking um, that I uh, had yes. through Salesforce a lot of salespeople that actually sell the software, uh, I already had those connections, so I didn't have to go out to market and do a lot of marketing. A lot of salespeople knew that I was, I knew the system, how to implement that, because I've been doing that for the last five years, 
and they knew the skill set. They said, uh, I actually literally sent out one email to the whole sales team and said, I'm going to business. Let me know if something comes up. And Alhamdulillah, um, for the last 12 months, I actually have spent a single dollar on marketing. How good is that? That's awesome. That's so, great. Again, utilizing yeah. your uh, current skills, your, your current your network. Network, yeah. network is yeah. a lot very important for business That's because great. a lot of time business is going to, um, uh, people go into businesses and they think about where do we actually start. Yeah. I say start with your network. Network, correct. Uh, start with your brother, start with your uh, Jamaat contacts yep. and don't be afraid uh, to hear no as well. A lot of time people do get discouraged from that. Yeah. But I say um, no. one no is essentially uh, a yes in future as That's well. That's correct, yeah. So, uh, at the end of the day, if you can provide that service, maybe not now, maybe in 12 months, you're able to provide that service to the guy. It's, the it's all about uh, yeah. selling as well. Oh, right. A really good example I got heard from uh, a lady entrepreneur by the name of uh, Jenna Kutcher. She actually uh, gave the example of selling as sending out your birthday party invites on Facebook. So I love that example because uh, on Facebook invites, uh, a lot of people will come to your birthday party just to eat food. A lot of uh, people come to your party uh, to have um, uh, their own fun. They won't talk to you. A lot of people, uh, some people uh, may come and yell at you yeah. because uh, XYZ wasn't invited. And yeah. the last one was, um, uh, people coming to actually party to enjoy with you and actually have fun. That's right. So selling is a lot like that. Yeah. and It's all about numbers, I guess, a, it, you know, and yeah. a certain percentage will say yes and a certain percentage will say no. But if you keep knocking on enough doors, I think you'll be able yeah. to close business over time. So you should be focusing yeah. on the whatever percentage that will actually come to your party right. and actually enjoy. So that actually changed my mindset as well. And initially I thought selling might be hard, but now I think uh, I just want to send out birthday invites. That's excellent. <laughs> Now, thank you so much, Avaz. Mashallah, it's a very inspiring story. May Allah bless your business further. And uh, thank you for, for, for joining us today. So for our viewers, if you've got any questions about business or you actually want to ask Avaz a question about his journey in business or even in careers, um, look, feel free to send an email through to ask at mindfulmatters.org.au or send us a question on our Ask FM. It's askfm forward slash mindfulmatters. The, the links are on the screen. Uh, thank you very much and we'll see you at the next episode.